What is up with the housing market? Yesterday, the government said new home construction fell nearly 11% in April. But tomorrow, we expect the National Association of Realtors to tell us that existing home sales grew last month, albeit modestly. The uncertainty seems like bad news for real estate. But Sean Tully is optimistic, and he says housing is back. He's the senior editor-at-large at Fortune magazine. Sean Tully, welcome to the Financial 411. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Your argument that the housing market is back seems to be based on the idea that it can't get any worse. What makes you think it's reached bottom? Well, the, what drives housing prices and essentially housing affordability, which then in turn drives sales, is how housing prices compete with rents. And we've seen for several years now, there's been virtually uh, very, very little demand for owner housing and a tremendous amount of demand for rental housing. There was a lot of overbuilding of rentals. Recently, there's been underbuilding of rentals. But during the housing booms, there were plenty of rental properties available when people became very insecure in this kind of tough economic environment and people just rented. Or they were forming a household, but instead of forming a new household, they moved in with their parents or they doubled up in a rental with other friends, college friends. They simply were not moving into new homes. And the people who were 32 years old who planned on buying a home just stayed in a rental. So you had a lot of demand for rental properties and very little demand for owner properties, which was understandable because, number one, owner properties were very, very expensive. Number two, rental prices didn't go up virtually at all during this pe- this boom period. They stayed pretty flat, and they certainly didn't go up uh, in the last couple of years, whereas housing until fairly recently remained pretty expensive. But you're saying but that we, switch now. No, that's totally reversed. Now, the reversal was delayed because of the first-time homebuyer tax credit, right? which uh, had a run that ended in May of 2010. So there was a bubble for about you know, several months, if not longer, in housing prices and sales that was completely artificial and had to go away. During that entire period, housing prices should have continued to decline. But instead, they spiked about 10% through this whole relationship with rentals off, so housing became expensive again. Um, and then we had to have a decline to correct the bubble that was caused, or the mini-bubble that was caused by the misguided uh, home tax credit, which we knew was going to have to go away anyway. So that caused a panic because people thought we were double dipping and prices were going to continue declining forever, et cetera, et cetera. Do you, um, do you, not, do you think that uh, it's reached bottom? Because not everyone would agree with you. Schiller of the Case-Schiller Home Price Index thinks well, another double-digit case, dip is in the works. Case and Schiller disagree. That's how, that's how confusing all the data is. Case is optimistic and Schiller is pessimistic. Let me put it this way. I wrote an article about how housing was overpriced, and there was a picture of a house falling off a cliff on the cover of Fortune in 2002. Prices went up until 2006. They can go way overshoot to the upside. They can also overshoot to the downside. We don't know how long those overshootings happen or will happen. All we know is when housing in the longer term is a good buy. And when you get to ratios of prices to rents that are below the historic average and renting becomes more expensive than owning, it's time to buy. Now, you you note that the housing market, like the weather, is uneven. It's going to depend on a local situation. Can a housing market grow 
if a job market doesn't grow with it. I mean, it doesn't much matter that I can get a great deal right now on a 3,000-square-foot home in Phoenix if I can't get a job there. Yeah, you, you, well, that's true. All of the um, assumptions about a housing comeback or any comeback in any uh, part of the economy depends on whether it's the auto industry or the home building industry or any other industry depends on continuing job growth and modest economic growth. Um, we are seeing that now, and it's fragile, but it's happening. These things, we've only had one double, major double-dip recession in U.S. history, which was in 1937. A double-dip recession is not impossible, but it's unlikely. The probabilities are low. Usually what happens is you have a recession and you have a recovery. Um, especially since corporate profits are very high now, uh, we have gains in employment, interest rates remain low, you're seeing a recovery. Now, the recovery, there's not a lot of confidence because of some misguided economic policies, especially on the deficit front, but clearly we are uh, moving up, and that will help the housing market. These things go in big cycles. Housing is cheap, and everyone is touting what's expensive and ignoring what's cheap. Sean Tully is a senior editor-at-large at Fortune Magazine and very optimistic about the housing market. Thanks so much for joining us on the hey, 411. my pleasure, Amy. Thank you. This is WNYC.